Hi, and welcome to the Art of the Profitable Lifestyle Gym podcast. I'm Chris Thorndike, a 14-year practicing brick-and-mortar gym owner. In this podcast, we'll talk you through how to grow your gym membership base with long-term members, how to create a consistent flow of leads, and how to enjoy running a gym that gives you the income you need to live the lifestyle you want. I'll show you how to pay yourself $5,000 a month take home and make $5,000 a month in gym profit. All right. Welcome, guys. Uh, we are back with another client interview, Nick and Heather Block. Thank you guys for joining us this morning. Welcome. You're welcome. Thank you. Uh, joined also Andrea. Um, we are specifically talking through our 12-week momentum program where we guide gym owners like them through marketing and business coaching uh, in order to enroll uh, 10 new members into a profitable group rate. So we're going to get in some insight into your headspace, Nick and Heather on, you know, where were you at before we got started? What was life like, you know, during, and, um, some of the outcomes you guys are realizing are helping, you know, you guys grow as, you know, owners as well as, you know, business success. So thanks for joining. Our pleasure. Cool. All right. So uh, just for context, I know everybody out there in a similar boat, you know, think gym owners really wanting to get ahead and grow like you guys. And I think a lot of people need to hear this direct from you guys. So let's set some context a little bit on, you know, what was life like before starting with us in terms of, you know, your business. Um, and if you could dive into, you know, some of the financial aspects of where auto pay was, what monthly signups were, prices, that really sets the tone, I think, of uh, what life was like for you guys running your business. Yeah. I mean, I think in the beginning, a couple words would describe us pretty well. Number one is stressed out. Hmm. I think everyone can identify that anytime you are in a little bit of financial hardships or you're just trying to make sure that, you know, you're getting the bills paid every month is definitely stressful. And then I think the second word for me, especially would just be feeling a little lost. Hmm. I feel like you know, I, I love my job and I'm very passionate about it, but at the same time, I think all coaches need coaches as well for just a little bit of direction and guidance. And so, um, you know, we had no doubt in our mind that this is what we want to do. It was just making sure that we're spending our energy doing the right things um, and not wasting time in areas that we shouldn't be focusing on. And so, you know, that was the whole goal of us joining the program is getting some, some guidance, some leadership, and just kind of pointing us in the right direction and, and keeping us on the rails. Yeah. Other, can you add to that? No, that's good. <laughs> <laughs> I concur. Um, the, uh, you know, talk to us a little bit about the state of the business. Let's just say from, you know, managing it, you know, where was membership at? Where was, you know, revenue at? And where did it need to be in, in terms of that? Because you mentioned stress, you mentioned some of that hardship. Uh, let's bring that to light so people just understand it better and, and let them know they're not alone. Yeah. So kind of when we started off before the program, um, we had multiple different membership rates, discounts for certain things, and it was kind of all over the place. So out of a hundred members, probably 50 of them are paying some different rate, whether it just be a $10 difference or an old rate that we hadn't updated because the member had been around so long. And so I think sitting down initially uh, with you in our, in our interview way in the beginning, before we joined on, just getting all the numbers down on paper looking at your revenue, looking at your expenses, and just simply doing the math uh, was really eye-opening for me. Mm -hmm. And I, it, you know, I came to the realization that doing the same thing that we were doing wasn't going to work any longer. Um, we had just moved into a new facility. 
we had offered some lifetime memberships. And so we had enough cash flow at the time, but looking three, six months down the road, that was going to run out inevitably. And so we needed to do something. Um, we were at an average of probably 175 per member um, at the highest point. And we had just done a price increase before we started working together. Um, but now uh, we're up almost $60 on our core coaching offer from where we used to be. So just without even adding any members, um, updating all of our current members and old members to the same rate across the board is going to make a huge difference in, in our revenue as well. Um, not even talking about adding any of the new members at the ICO, which is even a higher uh, monthly rate. Yeah. Uh, let's talk a little bit about that experience there. Cause I I'm, you're a long-term gym owner and you know, you've been in the game and like we talked about, you know, it was about, um, tweaking and adjusting for you, but what were you having the most trouble with? Would you say, uh, when we first started chatting, like where was your head at with the biggest challenge for you as a business owner who has experience? Right. Yeah. So, you know, we've been around 10 plus years. Uh, like I mentioned, we moved into a new facility and I've always been extremely confident in our coaching, the culture that we have when we can get people in the gym. But the hardest thing for me that we struggled with was just getting consistent leads that we could qualify, show up and, you know, really count on them to be long-term members at the, at the facility. And so having those, you know, advertising and, and how I'm reaching out to leads and following up, um, we didn't have any processes or systems for that. It was most people would drive by, we're in a really nice location they drive by and stop in. That's honestly how we got most of our um, new leads were walk-ins. And so having a system set up where we're every single day getting new leads that we can qualify and, and hopefully convert um, has been the biggest difference in our business. And that was the thing that I was most concerned about in the beginning. Yeah. And, and to bring Heather into this, you had really just started your journey in coaching in an, an active role in the business. And um, can you talk a little bit about that? You know, there is a lot of people out there that want to bring on team members. Um, what was it like for you, you know, to go down this path uh, with a coach or, you know, needing someone to guide you because uh, you can feel alone as a business owner and kind of on an island? Uh, it was a great experience, actually. And it was quite eye-opening. Um, you don't realize how much goes into the business and how much stress there is. But I think dealing with this program, it made it a lot easier. I I enjoyed it. Everything that we went through was worth it. Yeah. The, the end result is far exceeded my expectations. I know you had mentioned like just having a, a roadmap and, and guidance for you was big. And mm -hmm. uh, I think Nick, the same, you know, kind of, focuses like as a coach to our clients, everyone's out there looking for direction. And sometimes you can feel like you don't know where you're at, but you're a great executor. And I think for you guys, you know, just getting to that place was step one and, and here we are. So let's talk a little about, about kind of the tipping point then. So, you know, you recognize that you need help. Marketing wasn't going well um, and you needed that guide. Uh, can we talk a little bit, you know, towards, you know, the moment you realized uh, things were heading in the right direction. Um, what was that like first moment for you that you felt like you were getting some relief to, you know, the things that you're worried about or stressed out about? Yeah, I think, you know, the, as far as the marketing side of it, it wasn't that I was uncomfortable doing it or, you know, I really just lacked the, the education 
which, you know, through you guys made that a lot simpler. But I think the point where I kind of really started seeing the light at the end of it was, you know, we had put all this work in, we, we set up our coaching offers and then really meeting with that first person and talking to that first person and truly valuing, valuing what we do as a coaching program and just having that confidence and knowing that I'm going to do my best with this person. What, what we offer is, is well worth what we're charging, but just knowing that it's a learning experience. And if it doesn't go right with this person, if it's not for them or for us, there's going to be more people coming in the door after them. And so getting that first, that first membership sold, it's like, okay, wow, if we structure this in a way where we can really show people what the value is of our program and how we can help them, it's a no brainer, but yeah. also realizing, you know, people are going to say no. And that's okay because there's more people after them that are going to be coming down the pipeline. And so I think just having that, okay, here's a couple of sales that are starting to happen and there's more people behind flowing in, flowing into those conversations. Um, that was, that was the, the point where I'm like, all right, we have a pretty good handle on this now. And I'm, I'm really starting to see what's possible um, if we continue to do things this way. This yeah. is an interesting question. Like how long did it take for you to feel like you got relief? Like from the point we talked to the point where like you started getting into the program and like coaching, I'm, I'm curious. On I mean, that. it was, and we talk about it all the time. Most of it's up here, right? We're, we're our own worst critic. We're, we're the ones stopping ourselves from, from doing some of these things because we have a, a preconceived notion in our head of, you know, what's going to happen or the worst possible scenario, because as a business owner, we take all the risk right? Our employees, other people in the business, they have none of that. And so it can get in your head a little bit, but I think honestly, just going through the course in the beginning and seeing all the information and starting to digest it and just having a little bit more self-belief, I kind of knew right away. I was like, if we follow these steps, you know, there's no reason we can't be successful and, and set, you know, the limit as high as we want to. And I think just going back to the coaching program in general, it's like, I'm always someone that wants to learn from someone that's done it before, someone that's successful, someone that's been in this situation and made a change um, because that, you know, sometimes you got to swallow your ego and just rely on other people that have done it, you know? Yeah, totally. Um, Andrea, go ahead. Yeah. Something that you said that um, I've heard time and time again is, and it's almost kind of like the moment where you're like, huh, this could actually work. And mm -hmm. it's so it's so fun to hear that from clients where, you know, you guys have that initial meeting of like, here's your average is 175. You actually need to be at 238. And I imagine at that moment, you're like, I don't know how I'm going to do that. <laughs> That's not possible. Are you, are, do you know, you're, like you kind of question, cause it's almost like mm -hmm. you can't actually believe that that could be something that you do. Mm -hmm. but the moment that it all changes is when you get that first sale and you create evidence, like this is possible. Mm -hmm it happened with one person, can it happen again? And so you start kind of tapping into this possibility, almost like you break your brain and then like, you know, kind of see the, the light at the end of the tunnel. And I think that's why it's like, that's why profitable, selling profitable group memberships really does make all the difference. And like your first one will feel like, oh, this is possible. Your second one, all the way up until your 10th, like for you, you sold 12 of these. And so I think you're at a point where not only do you believe it's possible, you're like, yeah, this is just now how I operate. Like 238 a month no longer feels like, will anyone buy it? Because you're like, yeah, 12 people have and will. So yeah, it kind of took me back to the feeling, you know, the few times in the past that I have increased rates at first, I'm always kind of walking on eggshells and just like, God, you know, is, is this too much? Are people going to leave? 
And then after no one really left, I was like, okay, you know, we can do this. And then after that first sale, I, I honestly felt a weight lifted off my shoulders because I knew that, okay, if I can do one, I can do as many as I want to type of feeling. And I just had an immediate sense of relief, like, okay, this is going in the right direction. And, and now when I, you know, in the beginning, the first few sales, I definitely, not that I went, you know, overboard or was, or was pitching too much, but I definitely felt like I really had to express the value and, and really work hard at that. And now it's just become so routine and so easy. I feel like I simply am just explaining the offer, showing the value and it's their decision. And versus in the past, like I never knew when another lead was going to come in. So I was almost like begging them to join. And so now that feeling is completely gone. And it's like, this is what we do. We're a coaching program. Um, if we're a good fit for each other, I know you'll enjoy it. Um, if not, I respect that too. And good luck to, you know, whatever else that you want to do. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Heather, you bring a unique situation in this because you haven't spent the years Nick had in the gym business. And I was curious to your feedback on someone who is new really to selling fitness, let alone membership rates at profit rates. And, you know, Nick, to your point, $60 more than what you had sold them per month ever. So um, how was that for you? Did you have any apprehension of like people moving forward at that? Where was your head selling? I was you know? scared. <laughs> I thought there's no way people are going to pay this. And I thought for sure that the old, once we updated the old members to the new rate, that there would be a lot of people, you know, sending emails saying, no, they're, they have to leave. They can't afford it, but we haven't received any, um, responses to that everybody seems okay with it because I believe they know the value um but once yeah once people started meeting with all these people and not one person had said that's too expensive or you know there's no hesitation with the price yeah so it made me feel a lot better like okay we can do this love that um and and for someone brand new, you know, related to sales, like you coming in with that confidence yeah. is huge and knowing that it works regardless if you have 10 years experience or you're learning the system for the first time. Um, I want to circle back to one more piece that this is the interesting thing. Nick, you've obviously been in the industry a long time and like have invested in coaching before. What would you say to someone who maybe hasn't invested in a coach? Um, it seems to be like natural to you to, to want to seek out someone who's done it, has experience or proven the outcome. But um, can you kind of speak to that? Spending money on yourself, let alone is difficult, but to spend money on your business in times of maybe high stress. Can you kind of speak to that for a minute? Yeah. So as a business, I've, I've, and we've always invested in the gym and in the facility and new equipment and, and because that is important in, in some aspect, but I kind of got to a point where I was like, all right, I have the gym filled from wall to wall with new equipment and the best of the best. And it's super clean. Why aren't people showing up? Mm. And then I started thinking, you know, I think gym owners typically are probably a type a personality, um, very hardworking people, um, you know, willing to put themselves out there and take some risk. And so I think a lot of us and myself included, sometimes it's just hard to ask other people for help. You know, you yeah. think you can do it all. You've been wearing 10 different hats in the business for 10 years and you managed to get by. But at some point, the point that we were at, it's like, I don't want to just get by anymore. I want to have, you know, enough money to be profitable, to go on a couple of vacations every year because everyone around us is doing it. 
So like, you know, what, why can't we? And so I think just really having the courage to step back and throw your hands up and be like, you know what, I might have been doing this for 10 years, but I still don't know what I'm doing, you know, and just being able to, to accept that. And, um, you know, in, like you said, the, the point of high stress where it's like, okay, money was already getting tight. Am I going to spend more money in something like this? But if you buy into the program and you keep your eyes focused on the end result, it's going to be worth it in the end, but just, you know, making that commitment up front, you just, you got to get out of your own way and just, you just got to do it because it's worth it. Were you guys scared or nervous to do it? <laughs> every, yeah. I mean, every single morning I wake up, the first thing I would do would be check my financial statements, check the bank statement. Right. And then I would say, okay, I've got this much going out in payroll. We built a brand new facility that was like 6k a month coming right off the top on the first of the month, payroll taxes, utilities, other expenses. And I just told Heather, I was like, listen, you know, we're okay right now, but six months from now, <laughs> something's going to happen. So we either need yeah. to get ahead of this right now and ask for help, or we're going to be, we're going to be really struggling in the next few months. And so um, that's kind of where we were at. I'm, I'm super pumped. We made the decision that we did and I wouldn't, I wouldn't go back and change anything. I appreciate you sharing that piece because it's not often talked about that what goes behind, you know, happens behind the scenes. And I, I appreciate that transparency. Um, and then let's talk a little bit about now that we're in the program, you know, what's been the biggest impact on the business while we've worked together? What do you think um, has really transformed in, in the way that you feel or how it runs? I think first for me is just confidence, confidence, and even like I've always been a passionate person when it comes to this, but I've got like a new fire lit underneath me where now I see the possibilities and what things can be. And Love if that. I keep working as hard as we are, I know that we can get there. Um, but just the confidence to like knowing that, okay, I have a plan now. I have systems in place. Um, I can streamline a lot of these things that used to take me way too much time to do. I'd spend too much time talking to someone or not have a structure when I go into a sales meeting. And now just having all of those things in place running smoothly. Um, I think Heather and I have also tried to, you know, work on a better schedule, which we're updating the gym schedule um, in a month or so in a few weeks. And if you'd have asked me a couple months ago, if I would have been doing that, I would've been like, hell no, we got to keep doing what we're doing. If anything, we got to add some stuff. And now we're taking out four and a half hours a day, mm -hmm. closing the gym down so that we can work on other parts of the business. And so, yeah, just overall, just overall confidence and just, you know, having, having systems and processes in place to take care of a lot of the heavy lifting. Dude, that's such a good piece. Cause like, think about this <laughs> and people need to understand this. You deleted classes each week, deleted open gym time while increasing rates to the average person. They're like, wait, we're, I'm taking all this stuff away and coming up in rates. That, that like, doesn't make sense. Why do you feel confident doing that? Um, I think just because we can we can rely on the things we have in place now. We have steady leads coming in. We have a, a proven system to enroll new members. And so if some do happen to step away, um, we have people to fill in their place. And I think really starting to separate ourselves as Nick and Heather separated from B Athletics. It's a business. We have to make decisions that help the business. And then we have our personal lives that we have to make a separation there because in the past, when those two things bleed together, um, we're constantly, when we're not at the gym working, we're at home talking about work. When we're somewhere on the weekend out for dinner, 
we end up talking about work and stressful situations. And so just trying to have the business be the business and make um, emotionless decisions based on what needs to happen to have financial stability. And then what we need to do for ourselves, I think has been an important uh, factor for us. Yeah. Man, I almost teared up on that because I like <laughs> I, I feel that because that's you know a lot of what I experienced as you know gym owner who also works with my wife and the value of that of of feeling off and then being able to connect with your person and separate this thing that's so intertwined in your life like that alone just made me so happy. So thank you for sharing <laughs> that, piece. Andrea. And, and yeah, don't get me wrong, we're we're still working on it. You know what I mean? There's totally to be done, but. I think we can see the beginning steps of trying to keep things a little bit more separate. And, you know, and I think all business owners in, in the beginning, if you are just starting out, you know, I was my brand for so many years, people thought of the gym and they thought of me and now trying to separate those things. And yes, I'm still, they're still going to see my face every day. Um, but trying to not be so involved in everything and dial it back a little bit is is only really in the end of the end of the day going to give the members more value because I can spend time doing other things to provide value um, and not just coaching every single class that they're in. Right. And so starting to make that distinction between has has been really good for us. Love yeah, that. even kind of changing the way that you perceive value, I think, is like great because I think what people associate value with is like, I have to give you all of my time, energy, effort, one-on-one, like that is the most valuable when it's like, no, you're just, you're just giving this person all this stuff. Do they even need that? Like, what does your ideal client actually need? Like, what do they need in a group container to succeed? Those answers come when you have space to mm-hmm. have that time to plan, to work like on the business to strategize, like if those ideas and that high level thinking doesn't come when you're constantly working and constantly kind of giving everything. And I think gym owners tend to lean that way because they want to serve their clients well, right? Like you're in the people business. So it is like, you're just going to be more inclined to serve and give. But the thing and the shift that I feel like you guys had is I actually will give them more if I have some boundaries, if I'm able to separate, if I'm able to like have space for my own life. And then from a place of like feeling full, I can give more to them. Um, so that's a great yeah shift. Yeah. Chris and I talked last week, I think we had a meeting and I was talking about how your head is just down on the ground working so hard and you don't see all the problems that are going on around you, let alone have the ability to know how to fix them. And so stepping back and seeing the big picture and having, you know, Chris and you guys help us do that um, has been great. And then, you know, as far as not being at the gym as much and coaching so much, I actually have much more meaningful conversations with the members when I do talk with them um, versus every day, just, hey, what's going on, you know, and now it's just we, since we don't see each other all the time, um, we can have a little bit deeper conversations, which has been nice as well. And I feel like that's where the value comes in. They really, and not that I didn't care before, but they can really feel that I care about what's going on in their life um, versus just, you know, Hey, it's Thursday. I've seen you every day for the past, you know, six months, like head nod and walk down the hallway. Um, I think we both value each other's time more now. That's, that's awesome. All right. Uh, harder question. And, and one that I, I, I think so many people want to know is like, what's, what's been the hardest thing for both of you to, to overcome, you know, in business growth, um, as owners, as operators, and, and how did having a coach 
you know, like my, myself, Andrea help you, you know, kind of through those tough points. Cause it's not all easy. Like we had, like we're doing work that stretches you. Uh, can you speak a little to that? Yeah. I mean, I've always prided myself in my work ethic, but at the same time, I can want to have my hand in too many pots trying to do too many things because I think I can do everything. And so having someone realize like, Nick, you can't be at the gym for 10 hours a day and work on marketing and work on, you know, member retention and all of those things. So for me, the hardest thing is been to step back and allow myself time to do other things. And when I'm working on marketing, I'm just working on marketing, you know, which you guys have talked about when I'm programming, I'm just programming when I'm doing member check-ins, I'm doing member check-ins and not just all day long flying around trying to do 50 different things. I'm just being more focused with my time, being more intentional. Um, And I think that's been a a big thing for me that in the past has always been hard is I don't like to delegate things because I've had just general, I've always had the mindset, like no one can do it as good as I can. Right. But if I'm doing 10 things at 50%, because that's all the bandwidth I have, I'm less value than if I would do three things at hundred percent. And so trying to hand some of those things off to Heather, having her do some of the baseline assessments for me. I was gone for a week. She did four, five sales appointments and crushed them all. And so sometimes you just need to let other people do things for you. And then you can learn like, okay, maybe I can step back a little bit and they're more than capable. I just have to give them the opportunity. And so for me, that was hard. What do you think, Heather? His time management has gotten a lot better. I used to give him a hard time. Like he'd be at the gym all day. And then he'd come home and do more work. Like, what were you doing there? Like, <laughs> she'd always say, What did you do all day? I was like, You have a schedule. <laughs> but yeah, I, I think that's been huge. Um, can you speak to a little bit? I mean, you were in this too. And, and I, I'm curious to like, what was the hardest thing for you? And how was having, you know, a coach and a system helpful? Um, for me, I would say because I didn't really have my hand in the, in the pot, you know, I didn't, I didn't know, really know what was going on. So having this program really helped me see a lot as to what was put into the gym. I didn't really know. So I learned a lot of stuff. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. I can't say enough good things about this program. I was, you know, hesitant in the beginning, but just seeing this, something as simple as changing the website, I mean, generated all of these leads and it was insane. Love that. And I think for just my outside looking in, it's like, you got to, what sounds like is a clarity and like simplicity on how to look at something that from the outside is complex. And then you got to see kind of how to streamline that and, and look at it really efficiently. Um, and it gave Nick and I more of a chance to work together versus before we really weren't working together. I mean, we were, but yeah, I mean, Heather never had, and it was because I was always trying to do everything myself. You know, she didn't have an idea of the finances. She didn't, you know, none of that she knew until we started working together and, um, you know, lifted up the hood and took a look at everything and just be transparent. And even though some of it, honestly, I think as a business owner, and even as a man, especially, you know, I feel like our, my job is to provide and take care and make sure everything's always going to be okay. And when you feel like you're not doing that, it's, you know, it hurts a little bit. And so I think 
yeah having having clarity like you said and now i feel confident and strong and like you know i'm confident with anything that we have to tackle love that let's talk about the getting getting it done in in a sense of of not having to worry about that anymore and now focusing on the the things that are going well so can we talk about some of the wins and like celebrate that stuff together like what are you looking at in terms of success and and wins in the business now that you see that you've got a plan you're working the steps what what are the benefits of uh of that coming uh from auto pay to mm. signups to price changes let's let's dive in a little bit deeper right so i'll talk about the auto pay right away you know our monthly withdrawals i had talked that we had offered lifetime memberships uh, when we built the new facility which was great at the time for cash flow but and you know then was quickly running out yep. and so every month when i'm checking my zen planner you know monthly billing report and i'm looking at the numbers and then i'm adding in my pt and any other sources of revenue and i'm like shit we're losing like a couple thousand dollars at least every month and some months are worse than others yeah. um, depending on what we have going on so that went from like $5,000 roughly or a little bit under in September. And then after we started working together in January this month, it's the 12th. So I'll definitely get more members enrolled this month, but it's over 12,000 for this month. And so that, that alone is a huge stress relief um, combined with next month when we go to our new schedule, we'll be saving almost $3,000 on payroll. So that'll come in. And then March 1st, we'll be updating all of our current members to the new rates, which would be another $1,500 to $1,800 um, added on top. And so, you know, not that finances are everything, but when, when you're a business owner and you either make money and pay the bills or you don't and shut your doors, I mean, it, it's, it's right at the top of the list, you know what I mean? And so um, that's, been, that's been awesome to kind of see that evolve and change. And then as a business, just you know, we had a checklist in the beginning of things that we needed to address and going through that and checking these things off from the simplest things of, Hey, I've never ran ads before. Maybe we should start doing that to, to getting that checked off to having a system following up with leads that is streamlined and efficient. And it's pressing a few buttons, check that off the list. And now moving forward, now starting to dive a little bit deeper into the business of training staff and setting up processes for the staff and bringing them all in on what we're doing. And so it's just kind of nice to just kind of have a checklist and just go through it and identify issues, make a plan, check it off and move on to the next thing. And so I think as we continue to that, I think, you know, our growth is limitless. It's really whatever we want at the end of the day. It's pretty impressive. I'm just in awe listening to that stuff. And it's, it's been 10 weeks, you know, and a lot of people yeah. need to understand that you can accomplish a lot in in a short period of time, if you have that focus, if you have that clarity. And one of the things that I'm most impressed with is the fact that you are able to come in with, say, a marketing goal. But we were structurally changing a lot of things in the business to cut out waste, like you're saying, you know, in terms of whether it's payroll of classes that were inefficient or weren't, you know, good for work-life balance, uh, whether it was teaching advertisement and how to like get past setting your first ad up, or even, you know, we're into now how to uh, readjust and monitor ads and run them. So you have that skill now for life. So in 10 weeks, that's a, you know, that's not a significant amount of time 
per se to take your auto pay $7,000 more to cut out $1,800, you know, in expenses that are no longer there. So that's freaking awesome, man. Just the fact that you can quantify that. And then for us to showcase to other people like, Hey, you can accomplish a lot. This doesn't have to be such a risky thing. You know, the, if you focus and do the work, there's lots of outcomes that come, uh, come with it. Not just like growing revenue. Right. Um, so can you speak a little bit, the, the price one's always a hot button for a lot of people and they want to understand, you know, why didn't you approach it in a sense or, or maybe even so willing to increase rates versus just go after like more members? There's, there's kind of this notion that, you know, let's just sign more people up. You know, you were very willing to go down the path with me to say, hey, can we take a look at the budget and the pricing? Can you speak to that a little bit? Because that that's kind of counter to what's out there in our world of, of gym ownership. Yeah. So I think a few things went into that, that we had discussed, you know, when you first talking about a marketing budget, if you're just going to, you know, if I would just continue to enroll people at $150 a month, you know, we step back and you showed me, okay, if we can get a 10% conversion rate, you have to have X amount of leads per month, which if you're spending how much per lead, this is how much money you're going to spend in a month. And if you're spending $1,000 in a month, but you're signing up five new people at the old rates, you're actually getting behind every month until you hope that the person stays for six months to a year or longer so you can start making money up on the back end. And so identifying that was big for me because you can't just add new members at the same rate. Right. Then you talk about your facility and floor space and coaching. We have a huge 5M class we can't, we literally cannot fit any more people on the floor. And so if we just have the mindset of let's add more people, well, that's great. But then all of a sudden the quality suffers, you, you know, your coaching gets diluted. And so, you know, if you're charging, if you, have, if you can fit 12 people in a class, you can't, you can't just add more members. Something has to give. And so all of those things kind of put together um, went into that. And then also, you know, we, yeah, we charge a premium price, but we offer a premium value and we only want the clients that see that value. We don't want to be at a hundred dollars a month or 135 and pack it wall to wall because number one, those people probably won't buy in as much. They're not going to stay committed long-term. And those really aren't the type of members that, that we want. That's not our ideal client. And so finding someone that understands the value is willing to invest in themselves um, are probably going to be a long, around a really long time. And so that's kind of, you know, speaks to our mindset and what we had identified is why not get more members versus just charging more and having less people to manage. Yeah. Well said. Uh, one follow-up. Um, how has your mindset changed or approach changed to owning your gym now versus before? Uh, any, any major significant changes as you look at what you've learned and done, and then how are you looking ahead? Say like, how's your approach changed to guiding your, your business forward? Right. I think stepping back and having the mindset of less is more sometimes mm. spending less time at the gym. We, you know, we were, we are until our hours change. We're open 14 hours a day, 13 hours a day. I mean, that gets to be a lot. And I'm there. If I, let's say I coach in the morning, I do some PTs, I go back in the evening to do sales or do something, you know, what kind of quality of life is that? And so 
knowing that if I can sign up the right members at the right rate, I can still be ahead and making more money if I'm paying someone to coach a class. And then I can use that time spent better doing something else. And so having that mindset shift of maybe I don't need to be there overseeing and micromanaging everything and trust the people that I have in place um, has allowed me to do other things and go through the training in this program and, you know, hop on our phone calls and, and identify some of the bigger issues that I probably wouldn't see if I'm in the trenches 24 seven, like I used to be. Totally. Well said. All right. Last question for you. Um, what would you say to people on the fence, you know, about working with factory forge? Um, what do you have for them? Heather, do you want to go first? I would tell them to absolutely <laughs> sign up to do it. It will be life-changing. And one of the things that you had said, I believe in one of our last phone calls that sticks with me is guys utilize me. I'm part of your team, which is true. I feel like you genuinely care. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, (laughs) with all that you have going on and you own a gym yourself and you have your coaching business as well, I've, I've never felt that I couldn't get help from you guys, that you couldn't be a resource to give us clarity on things. Any questions I've ever asked have been answered promptly. And so to anyone out there that's, you know, thinking about a coaching program, or maybe they don't know where to turn to or who can help them or that there is even help out there. I would say that our experience has been, you know, 100% worth every bit of it. And the only regret I have is wishing I would have done it sooner because we had talked I think in 2021, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. We hopped on a phone call and I had been, I had the CrossFit games. It might've even been earlier than that. And uh, 2020, maybe I'm not sure. And uh, I was like, yeah, I just got to get through this training. And then, you know, I need to do something. And we ended up not working together at the time, but then you've always been in the back of my mind with seeing your podcasts on Facebook and, and other um, things that you post. And then I was like, you know what? I, I want to learn more. And so I mean, it was pretty clear to me from the day that we chatted and before we even worked together, you took the time to go through all my numbers and just look and just be like, Hey, you don't have to work with me, but I'm telling you that if you don't get help, you're going to be having some problems, you know, more so than you already are. And so, you know, my advice is if you think you need help, I mean, jump on a phone call for sure and, and have that first discussion because it's truly eye opening. And even if you feel like your back's against the wall, that there's someone out there that can help you. And it doesn't have to be that way. You don't have to be stressed out and feel lost and be at the gym 24 hours a day and have a miserable life at home. <laughs> there's not that we did, but I'm, I know that it gets like that. It can get like that. Right. And, um, you know, sometimes resentment grows in relationships when you're never around because you feel like, you got to do everything. And so I would just you know, 100% recommend anyone on the fence, make it happen, find a way to make it happen. Um, I have no regrets at all. Cool. Well, thank you guys for being on call. And uh, for those of you guys out there that want to learn more, like Nick said, factoryforge.com forge last call, book a call, we'll set up chat, and you can be in Nick's shoes and Heather's shoes shortly, living the good life. 
If you're ready to start growing your membership base with long-term clients and building a gym that gives you income and lifestyle, then I want to invite you to apply to my program where I'll show you how to pay yourself $5,000 a month, take home, and make $5,000 a month in gym profit without spending all of your time working by implementing our proven process, the Lifestyle Gym Model. Head to factoryforge.com forward slash apply to apply to work with us.